You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. One more time. And I just dropped my phone. Jesus Christ. Okay. Welcome back to the Talk Your Jits podcast. Uh, this podcast, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a purple who currently doesn't have a gym home, uh, who trains, who's from Taronga, New Zealand. Ladies and gentlemen, Max Bloxham. Hey, how are you going, man? Hey, what's, how's it going, Thanks. my brother? Good, good. Well, now, big lunch, rest day today. Rest day today. Been going hard out this week. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Um, just just chilling, man. Just getting ready to talk about some jujitsu. Good stuff, man. That's what I like to hear. You'll keep me going all day on this. <laughs> you have to tell me to stop. <laughs> oh man, we you hey, we got a whole hour if we need more. I'm, uh, so be it, man. But uh Perfect. without further ado, man, if you want to further you know, want to introduce yourself more thoroughly, by all means, and let's hear about your jujitsu journey. Yeah, well, as you said, Matt Bloxham from um, Tauranga, New Zealand. Purple Belt, been training for about five years. Um, I guess the journey really began. I, I sort of I had a, a, a trial class about 12 years ago. My daughter was first born. I went along and it sort of, I saw these guys rolling around on the ground. What I thought, look, cuddling in pajamas sort of thing everybody says. And I thought, yeah, not for me. The UFC was what I was watching at the time, and I, I thought MMA, I was, thought, cool, jiu-jitsu is part of that. Let's get into it. But it wasn't for me. Unfortunately, at that time, I was in a bit of, bit of a, a good place and a, a, a bad place at the same time. Um, fast forward to eight years later, alcohol was taken over, stress, stress and work. Um, I could jump on the internet one night, just at my, at my breaking point and thought I'm going to give it another go. And then the next day I stepped into it my first class and that was five years ago. And now I'm, yeah, purple belt and just it's taken over my life in a good way, really. No alcohol, no no drugs, just positive, man. That's that's that's, 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 that's the intro for me. Happy that's I found awesome. it. Man, yeah. that's awesome. That's, that's awesome to hear, man. Very, very awesome. Cause I mean I can contest it. I mean I'm, I wasn't I never was a drinker, but you know just dealing with depression and anxiety and all that other stuff, man. Without yeah. jujitsu, yeah, I yeah no. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's like yeah no. I couldn't do I couldn't do couldn't go through life now without my family, my wife, and my kids, and then secondly jujitsu, and then my dogs, <laughs> which are part of the family, I guess. And they all get jujitsu practice on them, man. No one, no one's safe. <laughs> no one's safe. Yeah, because it's it's now like my my daughter trains now. Uh, my my wife she's back uh, heavily training. So my daughter, my second oh. daughter, she's three. But once she's old enough, she'll she'll be in there. I just posted a picture of her in a gi. So we already got her ready. Already got her ready. <laughs> That's good to hear, man. Yeah, we're, we're similar in our, in our house. I, I sort of started off and got the bug and, and wouldn't shut up about it. Um, and then maybe after Christmas, I think my daughter came along and she loved it. And then my wife came um, to have a look about what, all, what I was talking about, just to probably just to shut me up more so. And, uh, <laughs> and then by then I'd already bought her a gi to try. So she came along and did a, a few weeks. Um, didn't think that she, she sort of, 
wasn't too sure. She, she liked it but didn't like it, so she decided not to do it. And then within three weeks, she was talking about how much she actually missed it. So that was almost five years ago as well. So she's got her purple belt at Christmas time. So she's on the journey with me as well. And then my daughter, she'll be coming up 13, orange belt. And then my son did four years, but he's having a year off. He oh. just wants to focus on other things. So hopefully we can get him back. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. We lost you for a minute. You lost me. We're back now. Yes. So you said she you said she just got her purple belt um Christmas, you said? Yeah, Christmas just been. So she's she's coming up sort of the five year mark as well. Yep. Nice. And um and my daughter's yeah, about five years too. She's orange belt at Christmas just been. So she yeah, all three of us train and my son stopped training at Christmas time. So we we're, we're not gonna push him into it just don't want to scare him off. Let him make his own decisions, and hopefully he comes back to it with being around it all the time. So, hope, hope. Yeah. Because um, because when my wife started training, she started um. Ooh, was I blue belt when? I think I was a blue belt when she around the time she started, but um. You know, COVID happened. Um, it was it was just like a domino effect. It was like we were. Having our second child, you know, we was uh having our second child, and we had our second child the week before shutdown. Yeah. So it was that, yeah. and it was bad. It was rough. It was so rough. So yep. she took some time off, and now she's back at it. She's yeah, she's four stripe. She's got a four stripe white belt. So she hopefully be testing soon and. She was that same way, man. She, uh, I, I will always talk about class. I would never shut up about it. And to the point where it was like, you know, jujitsu was consuming my life. And then she, same thing, man. She started to come to classes with me every now and then. And then she was like, you know what? I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a try. So, and she got hooked. Awesome. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah man. That's that's very good. Oh yeah. I mean, same thing with my daughter. She used to come to class with me just to sit around, just to be with me. And then my instructor was like, hey, we know we, we started kids class back up. And I looked at her and she looked at me and she was like, yes. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, she'll be getting her. What's that? Gray, gray and white, gray and white belt is next, I believe, for, for her. So yeah. Yeah, man. Awesome. It's, it's awesome. It's very, very awesome to I'm sorry, say it again. So it's a it's a family affair. It's a family affair now. And then when the three-year-old's old enough. She'll be straight into a gi, straight into a rash guard. She'll be into it. I'm telling you, because she's already trying to keep up, you know, keep up with the other kids and her sister. Like when we during our warm up, she'll try to run, you know, run with them or try to do bear crawls and stuff like that. So it's like in due time, she'll she'll get it. She'll get it. That's perfect. That's perfect, man. I guess with 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 kids that young, it's it's more about having fun and keeping them interested, isn't it? They have a certain window of, of attention span. So to make it make it interesting as well as educational, I suppose, is, is the priority, isn't it? To just to keep them keep them interested. Yeah, man. And that's kind of one of the things that I I look at as an instructor because my daughter, you know, I don't want to overload her with stuff, but she's yeah. catching on to stuff so fast and she's like asking me stuff about the things that we do in our adults class. And I'm like, I don't know if you're ready for that yet. 
But she's like, oh, what was that? What was that move y'all did in class the other day? And I was like, you know, we explained to her, and she's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. I'm like, well, you're gonna have to, because <laughs> she's like, she like when uh, we work on like chokes and stuff. She's like, do we gotta do that? I'm like, yeah, that's that's a part of it. She's like, yeah, I don't want to do that. So I'm like, it it comes with it. It comes with it. Uh, it can be scary. It can be scary for them kids. Kids, especially some kids, some some boys that is naturally and, and, and girls that is naturally rough and tumble. They don't they don't they don't sort of bat an eyelid at jumping on the mats. And then some kids will be in tears at the side of the mats, not even wanting to jump on. And and that's what I love so much about it being a, a, a kids instructor for the last sort of three or four years as well, alongside mm-hmm. my my black was just seeing the transformation in the kids, seeing seeing a child at the side of the mat crying not wanting to get on and then six weeks later they're, 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 they're competing or they're rolling around and, and just they can't get enough it's that's sort of what does it for me it's pretty satisfying to see eh? it's cool oh yeah oh yeah because i still remember her first class and yeah. how timid she was how scared she was you know she was like mumbling she didn't want to talk but now she's helping me run class that's like, awesome. I have her lead that's, the kids warm up, so <laughs> that's perfect. A leader, a true leader in the in the making, eh? Oh yeah, man! And I'm so excited because I'm. It's to the point now. I don't even have to tell her nothing. Like you know, once class starts, you know she has to do her warm ups and you know and everything else, man. But it's it's very awesome to see. Very awesome to see, man. That's that's perfect. Yeah, two more years, another year or two, you might have the other one on there too. You think? I'm hoping. Fingers I'm hoping. Crossed. I know, right? <laughs> fingers, fingers crossed. Belt tied, man. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm so hoping. Cause I think, That's... cause I think now, cause she see her, you know, she sees her big sister doing it, so she tries to like, you know, keep up. But I think she'll, I think she'll come around. I'm hoping. Cause That's... she's, she's, she's a scrappy one. <laughs> she's the one that that'll to be the goal, the tournament winner. Have to hold it back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's the little sister you gotta worry about. <laughs> That's so, awesome, um, man. I don't know if you want to talk about it, man, but I know you I know you say you don't have a, a homeschool right now. So what's what's that about? Yeah. Um yeah, we can talk about that for sure. It's mm-hmm. basically a serious I don't know, a combination of things. Things weren't working out too well. We found sort of as as we progressed, we were sort of getting we weren't learning as much, and I want to keep the flame going. It was hard. Not a lot of people sort of yeah, not a lot of help um, input from higher level. We were sort of the highest ranked there, and we found we were sort of quite uh, at the point in the journey it was quite stale for us. Um, mm. We found obviously we love helping. I love teaching the kids, helping out new new white belts. But there comes the point where you have to. You have to learn yourself as well. You're you're not a, a seasoned black belt yet. You're not a world-renowned coach yet. You, even at a purple belt, people look up to you as beginners and kids. You still need that 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 coaching then that that influence from the higher belts and and you know you know what I mean. It, it, it's hard mm-hmm. to sort of put it in, in, in words and and it just we were going on different paths. Put it that way. We're we're on different paths. So we decided to to leave. Um, Probably wasn't on the most pleasant of terms, but it wasn't. It could have been worse, I, I suppose, as well. But mm-hmm. um, we just wanted to leave and, and, and create something a bit more positive for us. So 
we're lucky we've got a few friends around in the area that have got gyms. I've got quite a few friends that are black belts with their own schools and I'm just floating around at the moment visiting and just enjoying the journey because that sort of I sort of strayed away from that past over the last year where the fun I was still doing it three or four times a week, but the fun was sort of taken out of it for a point there. So I had to yeah. remember why I started and carry on and just be true to myself and yeah, try try and create a different path and, and stick to that. Oh yeah, man. Cause I, I've had my moments like that too, man, where I, you know, I still love the sport. I still love the martial art, man, but you just, it's just like, you get to a point where it's like, I don't know if you want to say come become stagnant or you just be like, man, what, like, like, why am I still doing this, man? Like, the, you don't see, I'm not going to say you don't see the progression, but you don't feel the progression. It seems like everything is just like working against you and you don't want to give up on it because you love it so much. But at the same time, you kind of like lost in, you know, kind of like lost in the world, right? Yeah. Yeah. That, that's exactly sort of what happened. And along, you throw a few personal, small personal differences in there and it can just make things a, a hurricane, man. <laughs> you start questioning yeah. You know, and then and then you throw in a few minor injuries as well, and 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 that just makes it. <laughs> and then you you think, well, I'm not twenty, I'm not I'm not twenty one anymore. I'm I'm only mid thirties, but I'm like, shit, is my is my body giving up already? Like, what do I do? How am I going to combat this? What <laughs> what's the plan? I know, man, because you like, yeah, I'm only I'm thirty six, and my body feels like I'm like ninety. <laughs> you know. Every everything hurts. Everything is ailing me, man. But like, I, I can't stop. I can't. I can't stop, yeah. man. It's, it's so addictive, addictive, man. It's so addictive. I'll be um I'll be thirty six in November, and I, I started it at thirty, and I'm like, man, mm -hmm. five years, and I'm I'm like, is my body going to be able to even cope getting to the to black belt to? Got to have my own school and teach my own students. You know, am I going to be able to even walk by then? <laughs> oh man, I'm t I, whew, boy, I, I can contest that, man. Because with uh, with me now, I'm just deciding to like try to really get into competing. I'm trying to go to the gym yeah. more, so like you know, just working out more and on top of training. And I'm just thinking, like, man, I wait till like my mid 30s to want to get in shape. Because yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's so many days, man. It's just it's so hard to even get out of bed because you just be in so much pain. Yeah. But yeah, then you have to you have to roll over to get out or, or get helped out of bed. It's just some days it's horrendous. I think um, after open mat yesterday, this morning was, was like that for me. I really felt like I was like in my seventies. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. Oh God, dude. That's like um I think the the night after I got my purple belt was like one of the hardest class one of the hardest moments because we were just coming straight off of uh the lock of, of COVID lockdown. Yeah. And it was like my instructor was like, Hey, you know, you when you want to test, I was like, ah, let's do September. And I think it was like like mid-August or something. And I'm like, dude, I am not ready. What am I doing? I am not ready. But I, I I pushed through, got it done, and I felt great. I felt so good. And I was like, yeah, the next day, man, everything hurt it. 
<laughs> from the like from the chin down, man, everything was hurt, bruised. I had just like jujitsu flu. Like I had markings on my neck from you know from rolling, and everything was just so much pain, though. But you almost need a full body cut. <laughs> <laughs> full body cast, iron lung, everything, dude. Everything was like, yeah, I think this is it. I think I'm about to die right, like right here. I think, um, I think, I think, like going to the gym. That's something that I never was interested in, and you just sort of brought that up again for me. So lately, I guess since October last year, a purple belt's been the biggest sort of competition belt for me. White belt, I did half half a dozen, probably six competitions. Did okay. Learned a lot about myself. Um, you know the do's and don'ts, and just entry entry level sort of competitiveness, I suppose. Um, blue belt was like you said before about COVID was the whole my whole blue belt had COVID restrictions, so I think I did one competition towards the end, pretty re- mm-hmm. restricted. Yeah, then I got my purple belt, and I thought this is the time. This is the time to, to to make an effort, make adjustments, really change the diet. You know, the the, the weights, the weights, the stretching, the cardio, the re- the recovery. Just try and be an all rounded sort of semi-competitive hobbyist athlete not not on the world stage or anything like that but just really trying to take this whole thing seriously and make it more of a lifestyle than just a class i go to three or four times a week just to take it a bit more seriously oh yeah oh yeah that that's exactly it man matt that is you hit the nail on the head with that one dude because like i said i was i wasn't never really i've always liked going to the gym but not yeah. like I do now. Not yeah. like I do now. Like, I would be like, uh, all right, forget it. I'm not going to the gym. And, and I'll be cool with that. Now, yeah. if I miss gym or class, I am mad. I am pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just be ready to fight the world, man. Watch out. Watch out. Lamar's on a warpath. <laughs> yes, dude. And I, I mean, I don't because I don't know what it is. I think it's just because, for one, I think it's just because how therapeutic it is, how great yeah. I feel after going to the gym. Like, no matter how how bad I feel on the way, because I'll be great. Yeah. I'll be regretting it the whole drive there. I'm like, ugh, I should just turn around, go home, dude. Just go home, and next thing you know, I'm full gee. We rolling, and then at that point, then- I'm like, okay, I'm here now. You're right, here now. You once you're in, exactly, man. It's 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 that whole saying that people say: the hardest belt. It goes back to the hardest belt to earn is the white belt. The hardest part is 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 committing and getting off the couch. And it's the same with with going to the gym. Some days you might wake up and your your body's aching and you, and you, you're tired. You've had a big day at work, or you've you've had no sleep, or the kids have kicked you up, or or something. And and it's just making that effort. And once you're there, and and you warm up and and you know, the endorphins start running through your body, the adrenaline, it, it just, it all goes away. And that's why I love it so much. And yeah. you'll be the same. Yeah. Yeah. And and people yeah. always ask, like, man, you go to the gym every day, man. How do you do that? It wasn't easy. It was not easy to get to this point where I am comfortable kicking my own ass every single day. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, like this wasn't this wasn't nothing overnight. Even even with you know training, it was like you know the self doubt, man. Just uh, 
and everything that comes with it. Like, man, am I like, am I doing this right? Am I progressing? If, 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 am I this? Am I that? I should just stop. I don't feel like I'm, you know, whatever. It's a lot goes into it, man. A lot, it's yeah. a lot of a, a strong mental battle that you have with yourself every single day when you talk about going to training. Definitely. That's, in, in my opinion, I think it's nine, it's 99% mental, the battle, the whole, mm-hmm. this whole, that's, that's my opinion. I, I think obviously you have to really have a semi-able body to do this, but there's a lot of um, athletes out there that aren't able-bodied that are still doing it. And it's, it's pretty inspiring, you know, sight impaired, intellectually impaired. There's, there's, there's so many people out there that are, are doing it and they've got no excuses. So, but to the able-bodied person, like more myself, I'm, I'm probably talking about, and possibly you, is is it, it's 99% mental that this whole thing. So you just have to tell yourself, get out of bed, get there, do it. it it's put yourself out of your comfort zone because nothing good is, is ever going to come easy. Eh? Nothing, nothing good is ever easy. No, nah, because I seen um, the other day it was one of those days I just did not feel like going to the gym, and I'm just sitting on the treadmill. And I just saw a older guy. He walked in on a crutch. I mean, on on the cane. Got on the treadmill. Yeah. He was going slow, but he was going. And I'm looking yeah. at myself like, I have no excuse. I have no excuse. Exactly. Break you, eh? It can. It can. Yeah, it makes you or breaks you. That that I feel. Yeah. Somebody yeah, seems. I- like that. What? So seeing somebody that, that is so inspiring like like that, you just feel you you've got no excuse. You just you don't even question it after you see somebody do that. You just get straight on there and quit complaining, right? <laughs> right. I'm like, you know what, man? I'm like, if he's if he's here, I gotta be here. That's it. Yeah. You know, I, I've I've talked to him a couple of times because I I see him a lot at the gym I go to, and you know he he comes in. We, you know, we have a little chat and he goes on about his business, do his workout, do my workout. It was like, I know if he's there, I got no excuse. I got no exactly. excuse. <laughs> That's perfect, man. Yeah, man. I love this. I love those stories and I love seeing those people around. It's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. It really make it really makes you grateful for being able-bodied and, and, and obviously being, you know, just, just being able to do the sport, the, the, the martial art. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Because I even look at people like our grandmaster. Um, uh, his name is Grandmaster Francisco Mansour, and he's um, oh no, he's not in his sixties because I think our master Joe is in his sixties. But he's an older guy, and he's still on the mats, still you know rolling and everything like that. I'm like, that's what I shoot for, man. Yeah, I want to be in my you know fifties and sixties, you no know, Lord willing, and seventies to be able to not only just get out of bed, man, but just get out there and roll with roll with everybody. That sounds perfect. Again, man, that's, that's, that's a dream right there. <laughs> that's definitely the another, dream. Yeah, another finger cross belt tie moment right there, man. One hundred percent. I mean, now, you know, just not only be able, be able to be up there in age, but to like, you know, just experience that stuff, man. Experience just yeah. how, you know, how ex- how expansive that, you know, jujitsu is, man. Because yeah. um, 
I think this was like a few months ago. Uh, I saw a guy, um, it just you know, strolling through Instagram and it was on uh, my feed. It was an older guy. He had to be in his 60s or 70s. Well, no, he's older, 70s or 80s or something like that. And he was getting his black belt. Wow. And I was just like, that's amazing. I was like, man, the story that he has to tell. That's amazing at that age. The things he's probably seen before he even started training jiu-jitsu and then he goes and gets a black belt. <laughs> That's right. pretty Because there's so many questions, man. Like, what was you doing before? Like, you know, did you train before you started doing jiu-jitsu or was it one of those things where you started and then he's like, you know what, I'm just going to go finish it out. Like, I want to know, man. I want to know so bad. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's... um. That's pretty un pretty uncommon. Every now and then, you see something come up on Facebook, and I mean, there's probably more over your side of the world. New Zealand's pretty small, as you're aware. In jiu-jitsu, even though we've got a few black belts, it's still relatively new over here. So, I mean, your population is massive compared to ours. So, I, I suppose you might see more of that, but we we just don't see any of that here. It, this yeah, this country's just so. So small and different was was sport like that, you know. It wasn't available mm -hmm. back then. I'd never heard of it until sort of, you know, I guess USC one with Hoist Gracie. But even then, in New Zealand, there was a there was a small handful of people that that knew about it, and they mostly all moved overseas anyway, to go and mm -hmm. pursue it. So hopefully, 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 we'll be the we'll be the trendsetters. We'll be the first generation of of eighty year old black belts sort of to to be around. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be dope man that'd be dope to see for sure so um i know you said earlier um you compete so uh how was that how has that been for you like how has the competition scene been for you the competition scene for me up and down 100 percent up and down i i struggle not physically and, and technically, I, I struggle more so to believe in myself to to get the results. So on the day, I, I, I never know how I'm going to go. I'm, I'm always prepping. I'm always positive that when I step on the mats, shake my opponent's hand and, and get into it, that I always have the same mindset. But sometimes it just breaks down, man, and I, and I haven't quite figured out how to break through that barrier and, and get that sort of 100% mind soundness you know I, my mind is just not 100% with it so my first competition as a white belt I didn't know what to expect so I was training hard and I went in and I, I medaled in the first one I, I got a bronze medal and I just thought this is the best thing and then for the for the rest of my white belt I got absolutely smashed and I couldn't figure out why because I was I was I was prepping the same um and it just come down to nerves, I think, not eating properly on the day, sitting there thinking about things too much and just not really knowing how to channel that energy into believing in myself and, and getting it done. I, I I still haven't figured it out. I still haven't. Man, had if once you figure it out, please let me know. <laughs> please let me know, because I'm the same way, dude. Like, I, I the, the few times I did compete, uh, you know, I felt good about it, but I think I was too lax about it, like too relaxed about yeah. the idea of competing. And it's like 
you go in and you see these people, they done they, we're like we're warming up and everything, and they're like as soon as the match starts, you can just see the the change in their eyes. It's like it's go time. And I'd be looking yeah. at them like, damn, I don't have that. Like I'm just enjoying what I'm doing, but at still time at, at the same time, I was like, man, I need to figure out how to tap into that. Because yeah. that's when that's really that's what really makes or break a match. Like who wants it more? You know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you figured it out before me, be, be sure to let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, man. I got you. I got you. I mean, Do, uh, it's, it's, it's something that I'm never going to stop doing. I, I think it's probably important, not for everybody, but for myself, for my journey, was to compete. I set myself a goal to basically compete at every belt level. Just, just to, just to say, just to say to my, prove to myself that I can do it, whether I win or lose. It's more just battling myself, you know. Um, six, five, six years ago, I would never have ever imagined that I'd be doing this. I would never have never. thought. Yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah. I, I might have, I might have been in a small club here, you know, going two or three times a week training with friends, but I never would have thought that I've got friends. All around the world that I can go and visit and, and just share share this jujitsu journey with man and people that don't train just don't understand and and that's fine because I'm in I'm in I'm living it enjoying it loving I know, it right I yeah. was like y'all 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 don't understand because y'all not into this this y'all not into this world man but yeah. I love it I love it so much and like you said man if you told me six years ago like yeah man you'd be You'll be a brown belt. You'll be doing so much. You'll be trying to do so much for the jujitsu community more than you think that you can do. And I'll be like, yeah, whatever. Get out of here. Like, I, I don't believe that. <laughs> like, I don't believe that. But here we are. <laughs> I guess the thing is just doing everything in your power to keep the journey going. If you if you, if you you start getting not bored of it, just mix it up a bit. Just try and find another purpose within within the sport other than than just your journey. It's sort of contradicting what I said before, but I go back to helping everybody and then I feel in my journey is stagnant. But then when I start focusing on myself, I feel funny because I, I want to be helping everyone as well. So it's a it's a catch twenty two sort of for me. <laughs> Don't know how to explain. Boat, no, yeah. no, no. You explained it perfectly because I'm in this like I said, I'm in that same boat with you, man. Cause like yeah. I, I, you know, I teach a lot now and I always love teaching and I always want to see everybody get better. But yeah. the, the more I focus on everyone else getting better, my games become stagnant. Yeah. And then it's like when I, when it comes for me to time to like fully roll, I, I don't get out of that teacher mode. I'm still like, Hey, yeah. fix this. Hey, do this. Hey, do that. So yeah. now I'm trying to break that. Yeah. Where it's like, I okay. Hit. Like once we once we slap bump, you are not my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I hear you too. I guess enemy. That made me laugh, man. I guess an enemy to a point depends what club you're at. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, hey, man, we best friends, but once we slap bump, now I gotta kill you. But you know, we'll be friends. We'll be friends again after this. That's all. Exactly. And there's always, I find there's always that certain friend or that certain training partner that you just go 110% wanting to kill each other. 
and then there's people you go, you'll you'll put less effort in, you know, you'll let them work or whatever, but you've got that one friend that it's just, it's like the, the national medal, the national gold medal every time you, you slap hands and bump fists, man. Yeah, it's one of every gym, man. And like my uh my training partner Brian, that's that's us, man. Like we'll be in class and but hey, let's let's just flow roll. Let's just go light. It don't never always end that way. It starts that way. It starts every time we go slow, and like next thing you know, we feel one of us starting to pick up. So it's like, all right, are we we going? He's like, No, we're not going, we we flowing. I'm like I feel you moving faster, bro. So I, I was like, no, we, we pick it up, man. Forget it. And then it just boom. Just turned to a full blown roll. And yeah. Awesome. How much man. how much fun is that though? It's 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 too much. It's too so much. much fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Too it's, much fun. Though. As bad as as bad as you don't want to go hard or you don't want to just, you know, just roll to your max. Like you be one to do like, okay, let's just do 20%. Let's just yeah. do 25%. No, it don't ever yeah. end that way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. like we can, like we can deny it all we want to. Yeah. All we want to, we can sit up and say like, no, nah, man, we go, we just going to flow roll today. We just going to go slow today. Why? Why are we breathing hard? <laughs> Never happens, man. Especially at another gym, as well. Especially at another gym, it's just it's it's. There's always something. There's always something to prove. People say there's no ego in the sport. There is one hundred percent ego everywhere. Oh it's just yeah. What level? You know, this much ego or this much? <laughs> it's just it's just how you control your ego. That's what it is. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And some people can, some people can't. So you just, and, and, and they soon get a reputation and, and a name. And then there's always a bigger fish. There's always a bigger fish. It's always someone be, uh, bigger and better, as they say. Exactly. That humble pie. That humble pie is a good thing, man. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of people can't handle that, handle that, that, that humble pie. But, you know, the ones that stick around are the ones that, you know, that can, man. And I, I, I've never, I've never been a person to be like, let my ego get the best of me like that, because I knew, yeah. I know for a fact that like I don't know what I'm doing, especially when I first started doing jujitsu, I didn't know what I was doing. So I was, you know, I went in with a mindset of thinking like, yeah, I can probably handle myself. But once yeah. I was able to actually, well, well, once I was able to show that I can handle myself, show that I could not handle myself. <laughs> and that could have, and that could have been the turning point right there, where it was like, "Dang, man, I just got smoked." Yeah, and I could have walked away, but I couldn't, man. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have let, I wouldn't have allowed myself to to let, like, to let that down. So I'm like, nah. dude, you just got beat up by a forty some year old dude. You gonna accept that? Exactly. Like, no, I'm not gonna accept that. <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. Exactly. It's going to make you or break you, isn't it? Like they say, it's you're either going to walk away because your ego is too big, or your ego is going to take a back seat, eat some humble pie, and go. Hell, if Zach guy can do that to me, imagine what I can do with the right training. And you keep going. Yeah, I don't even. Damn, I don't even think he trains anymore. I gotta find him. Yeah, I gotta find him. See if he still trains. You say what? <laughs> gotta go and get your revenge. I know, right? I gotta get my revenge, man. <laughs> this moment for six years. 
Like you, you remember when we first rolled? Yeah, set the clock. <laughs> exactly. Ready for war, brother. Ready, ready for war. Ready for war, nah, man. Ready for war. But um, do um, do your 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 or your kids or do your wife do they compete or do they just train? Um, my daughter competes. Yep. So my my son's obviously he's finished uh, training now. My wife has been on a weight loss journey that she's just doing so well at, and she's just wanting to learn before she competes. But her goal is to to compete soon. So at the moment, it's just myself and my daughter that that compete. But we we do three or four competitions a year. We sort of train and prep prep together, and and we we all travel up as a family. But me and her are the competitors for now. So it it, it might might change in the future, but we just we're just enjoying it, trying just trying to build ourselves better, really build ourselves better mm. in in the whole of the sport. So see how we go. We're not stopping at all. Man, how how is that? Like, how is that being a like being a dad watching your daughter compete? She's feisty, man. I don't worry at all. Okay. <laughs> there's been there's been uh, there's been times so she's got multiple sort of gold national medals and titles and stuff like that so she's always been been pretty good but now she's getting older she's still quite small so they're finding it harder and harder for her to have matches so she's going up against either bigger people or more experienced and I think last time I worried a little bit but she still come out in a, in a second place and did so well and no injuries and no, didn't hurt anybody so pretty much a perfect result but as a father it's I don't know. I, I think it's just jujitsu, and I understand it's jujitsu, and I just shut off to the emotion and just, you know, I've become sort of more of a, a quiet coach in the corner and just sort of let her coach do do the work up there, that the, you know, the prompts, and I'm just sitting there just talking through the movements in my head and, and, and sort of coaching her in my head and just being quiet and enjoying the show, really. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I'm ready because. She's been to a couple of tournaments with me, and one one time she looked at me and she was like very upset, and I'm like yeah. I can feel her staring at me. I'm like, what's wrong? And she's like, did you bring my gi? I'm like, no, I, I, I didn't. Why? I, oh, cause I I see the other kids competing and I want to compete, and I'm like. I don't think it works like that, but we gotta get you used to. I was like, we gotta get you used to rolling, and she's like, "Okay." I was like, "And you gotta get used to being choked," and she was like, "Jokes mm. <laughs> <laughs> going back to the choke." <laughs> I was like, "I was like going back to these dreaded chokes," but she's 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 uh, like she's getting it, man. But it's um it's just really right now it's difficult because we have such a small kids class because you yeah. know right like you know in the state summertime it's other things like football and basketball and soccer and everything else like that so a lot of outdoor sports is happening right now so right now it's my daughter one other kid and um one of my training partners he's he's finally back so his son's back so it's very small it's like you know we usually have like three to four kids we'll one day get like a big surge of kids, just like eight or nine kids, and then boom, we're back down to our normal three. So really, at least yeah. I guess at least it's not just one kid. The I think three or four, at least they can still 
they can still train. Eh? I mean, yeah, it's good to have a few more numbers, but at least I've got sort of a couple of people to to roll with and to train with. Yeah, we're used yeah, to having I mean, we, about. Yeah, like we we make the most of it, most out of it though. Even if it's just me and her, there's been days where it's just me and her. So we just you know work technique, work basics, um, you know knowledge stuff, and you know just keep it keep it going because I don't want to you know stagnate her because we don't have no class and she's you know she's yeah. she wants to come to class like she beats me ready sometimes yeah. <laughs> like she'll like she'll have her bag like daddy it's tuesday or it's thursday we're going to class right like yeah we, we we're going we're going don't worry about it so that's perfect and if that can't get you there nothing can that's that's perfect man having the having the, the daughter driving dad out the door out the door to the gym is just that's perfect it's awesome. Yeah, man, it, it's no excuse now because like even on days where I don't want to go and she comes in and says, like, we're going to class. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're, well, we're going, we're going. So, Dad can hardly like, yeah, I, I was like, I know, like, I'm in, I'm in pain. Like, you know, I hurt everywhere, but we're going to class. Got to go to class. Now, that's awesome. That's uh, motivating. That's motivation, brother. Oh yeah, that's 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 all it is, man. That's all it is, cause you know I wanna I I I'm at the point now where you know like she you know she looks at me look up to me as her superhero, and you know I do like when I be on the mats and I'll be moving or whatever, and she's like, "Daddy, how do you do that?" And I'm like, "Whoa," you know, because I'm cool. awesome, but I gotta keep that up though. <laughs> oh, that's cool, and it just makes you. Makes you feel so pre- so so good as a father, as a person, to have someone look up to you and just think you're the best. And I guess you just, but then you've got to up, uphold it. There's a lot of pressure on that as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's the part, man. It's so much pressure because, like, even like even like on like days where I'll go up to her school or whatever, and you know she'd be proud to see me, and I'll have like on like a jujitsu hoodie or a shirt or something, and the kids be reading it like. What's that? And she don't like that. She's like, no, yeah. that's jujitsu. That's what my dad does. And she just, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, it's it's calm down. It's okay. It's okay. They, oh, they didn't cute. know. That's so, cute. That's funny. That's awesome, though. Yeah, it's man, becoming that's, that's a big sport. You say what? It's becoming quite a big sport. So the the people that never usually would have even heard of it, they all sort of. They're all sort of starting to hear about it and know and know more more so what the sport is now, what the martial art is now. Yeah, man, it's it's crazy. I was just talking to someone else about that too, man. It's just like, you know, me and you've been doing this sport, you know, me and doing jujitsu at the same time, so we both can kind of you know contest to this. Where it's like, it went from not knowing anything about jujitsu to jujitsu becoming like a, almost a household name, where it's like everywhere now. Yeah. Everybody knows what it is now. Right. Whereas when we were growing up, it was uh, boxing, taekwondo, maybe a bit of Muay Thai, and that was a bit of judo maybe as well, or karate, and those were the names. That's all you sort of all you sort of knew. Yeah. And jiu-jitsu's taken over, man. It's taken over like it's just becoming the most popular martial art by far. It's, um, it's taken over 100%, along with MMA, you know, mixed martial arts, MMA and jiu-jitsu, and then Muay Thai is probably the, the top three you sort of hear about over here. Yeah, How- just, yeah, 
Same here. Um, boxing, boxing over here is still big. Um, yeah. But man, once they figure out how to do jujitsu, like in how they can, you know, make it mainstream like boxing. Oh man, that'll be the day. Yeah. So, but you know, it's just trying to, you know, trying to figure out how to how to make it work, you know, because we yeah. know jujitsu. We we can watch a thirty minute match and be excited the whole time. Not everybody else can do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's sort of silly. I have friends come around sometimes that, that don't know anything about it, and I'll have it playing, and I'll be they'll be talking to me, and I'll be glued to the TV watching it, and they'll be, what the hell is that? They're looking at it like I'm just strange, and I'm like, don't worry about it. You'll 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 get there. I'll teach you one day. And then I'll help you one day. <laughs> how about you come to class, and we'll I'll show you how to do it, and then you'll understand what it is. So. You won't be bored every time you come to my house. <laughs> yeah, I, unfortunately, no one, no one has failed for that yet for me. <laughs> like, come try it out. They'd be like, nah. <laughs> so, but you know, it is what it is, man. Like I said, uh, this is a a martial art that I love so much, man. I I, I love the direction that it's going. Um, so many big names are coming out of it. It's a lot of you know, uh, people that you would never thought to do jujitsu is doing jujitsu now. Um, yeah. like, yeah, it's just, it's just a, a vastly growing community, man. And I'm, and I'm so happy that I am a part of it, you know? Well, so, 100%. I mean, even, um, you said what? The, the celebrities that are doing it are making it sort of quite mainstream as well. Showing people that, you know, whatever gender, age, you know, background and, and, and whatnot, rich, poor, they're, they're, they're all sort of doing it, eh? The, the, the celebrities are sort of brought it to a big light as well, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially, you know, Tom Hardy, you know, he he competes heavy now. Um, he just got his purple yeah. belt, by the way. Um, awesome. Yeah, so I was like, dude, I was so loved to roll with him. Not not the fact that yeah. he's a celebrity. It's just the fact that like he just does jujitsu. I I want to roll with anybody who does jujitsu. I don't care who you are. So. He'll be tough as hell, Rickon. I think he'll be tough oh, as yeah. hell. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I I know it'd be rough. Like just just watching his videos, uh, watching the, some of the uh, matches that they posted online, and I'm just looking like, dude, man, he just looks so beast like. Yeah. And because I mean, because you because you have to have to think, you know, people who, um, you know, work like that, you know, actors and famous people, they don't have like, you know, a normal schedule. So when they train, they probably have to train so damn hard to check, you know, to to squeeze keep up. The, yeah, for sure. Squeeze it all in and get get the get the most out of each lesson as they as they can before they shoot off to a movie set or fly halfway around the world. Or... Yeah, yeah. That's true, but hey, he doing he's doing his damn thing, man. And I, you know, I don't personally know him, but I'm definitely proud of him for finding jujitsu and you know sticking with it, man. So that's that's anybody really, anybody who does jujitsu and stick with it, I'm proud of him, you know. Well, especially past blue belt. <laughs> <laughs> right, past that dreaded blue belt, right? Yeah, that dreaded that's, blue belt, man. Man, that's. I mean, I don't. I mean, I guess I understand, you know, because, you know, people feel like there's accomplishment when you hit blue belt. But when you think about it, man, that's just the start. 
It is. Like blue belt is just the start of it all. Like, it's, uh, you know, it's, it swallows people, man. It swallows practitioners. They just it just takes them off the face of the earth. And the ones that are left are the ones that carry on to to, to get to black belt. Finally, just takes them. Right. Blue belt just takes them. Don't know and why. I, and I and I look at people. I'll be like, "You stop where? Oh yeah, man, I was a blue belt. So sad to hear. So sad to hear. But you know, people have their reasons, man. But once you like, once you hit purple, it's like you you're in. You're in, like yeah. you're you at that point you are a lifer, and then once Brown Bill hits, like dude, you have no reason to quit. You're right there. <laughs> it's like I, I got no reason to quit now. I, I'm at the finish line. That's awesome, man. I'm I'm stoked to hear. I'm proud of proud of proud of what you're saying, man. I'm I'm proud of watching you go from I mean, the short time that I've known you, even just meeting on online, seeing you go from purple belt to brown belt, and seeing your your family get involved and and your coaching and just watching what your gym's doing online and knowing that black belt's next for you. And then this, this podcast, it's just cool, man. It's, it's bringing people together. It's, it's a really good thing. Like I'm from New Zealand and I never thought I'd be talking to somebody in, in, in the USA that about jujitsu on a, on a podcast. So, I mean, it just goes to show that this stuff can, can do so much. Yeah, man. And I, and that's the main thing I talk about a lot, dude. Um, when people ask me about the podcast and the first thing they'd be asked, like, dude, like, you know, who do you talk to? And I put on, I had put a, a picture, a little graph on, um, online. I'm like, I talk to a lot of white belts. I talk to people of all, you know, of all ranks. And I've talked to people all across the world now. Like I'm still trying to figure out where haven't I talked to people at? Cause you know, you're the first person from New Zealand. I talked to some, you know, people in, um, British Columbia. I talked to people in the UK, um, so, and we all talk about, you know, we come together for the, the sport that we love, man. And I, and I am thoroughly enjoying it, man. Enjoying it thoroughly hearing everyone's story and it, and everybody being able to get their story out, you know? That's cool, man. It's, it's cool. And it sort of, it gives you a chance to actually talk about like your, your own journey and, and learn about somebody else's journey as well. It sort of gives you a chance to reflect and actually say out loud, what you i guess where you what you what where you've come from where you want to go what what you find important you you learn about your your values and other people's values and and, and it's just yeah it's just amazing really i'm really enjoying it I, lo I love listening to the podcast i haven't listened to all of them there's just so many <laughs> i haven't got a chance to do them all yet but <laughs> pick and choose yeah man it's awesome <laughs> yeah i think i man i i didn't even like, I really didn't realize how many episodes I've done so far, man. It's just, I just love talking about jujitsu. That's it. Yeah. It's like, that's how it all started, man. I was trying to figure out something to do, something different. And I was like, you know, I would love to start a podcast. I was trying to think about what to talk about. And then I was like, you know what, dude, just do jujitsu. Yeah. And here we are. Seven, well, least, you know. How many? You said what? How many have you done? Sorry. Um, oof, man, uh, I'm looking at my list now. I was trying to count it. So, uh, like seventy something episodes so far. I think. All right, that's good. That's a good effort. <laughs> yeah, man, and I, I was, I was so nervous of starting this because I'm like, 
I don't even know how to get people. And I was like, you know what? I joined a bunch of jujitsu groups because it started with the it started with the uh, the Discord. Yeah. You know, when I invited yeah. you guys to Discord and I was like, man, right. I want to do more of this. And then the podcast happened. I was like, I just typed on a, uh, a couple groups like, hey, anybody want to be on a jujitsu podcast? And yeah. next thing you know, like my inbox is just flooded with people. asking, like, yeah, man, I'll be on and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, here we are. Here we are. Yeah. That would have been, um, it's a good project for you to, to, to focus on that's related to the journey as well. And I mean, you probably thought at the start, how many times can you have somebody on and talk about the same thing? But it just flows and flows and flows. <laughs> talk for hours about it. Eh? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I've, there's been times where I had to cut people off. Like, all right, man, we got to cut it. <laughs> we got to cut it. We've been talking too long. It's going to take too long to. And it don't take much, man. It's like you and everybody who comes on the show sometimes they'll be like, "Oh man, uh, I don't know what to talk about." It's jujitsu. It'll, it'll, you'll figure it out. Exactly, man. It's like in the gym. Sometimes you hang around after class, and you'd almost do a podcast and get told off from the wife for not being home in time because you're talking about jujitsu for too long after class. That's what I do. <laughs> But yeah, she I think she she accepted that now. Like I don't I don't I don't never just leave. Like class would be over about 8 30, 9 o'clock. I think I'm still there for like 10, 10 30 because we were just sitting around talking. Like, yeah. we, like we were just talking like all day and now we're still talking all day. So it, <laughs> exactly. it is what it is, man. <laughs> I wouldn't change it, man. I wouldn't change it for anything. I'm just I'm just grateful that I've found it. It's just changed. It's changed the path in my life for the, for the better, and it's making me a better person as well. And and I know that because I can see that myself in different different aspects of my life, and just comments from from people about little things that you know you, you notice along the way. And it's just wouldn't change it for anything, man. I'm I'm glad that I found it. So yeah, me too, brother. Me too, because I I think you and a couple other people, man. That was like um that was like so heavy on my mind about, you know, this podcast. I'm like, you know, these are the people I've been talking to every day and sharing stories and I want these guys on. And I was like, I can never catch you. And it's um a couple other people still that's, uh, that's still talking to discord that I haven't got a chance to uh, interview yet, but I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Surely. surely. No, nah, that's cool, man. Tom, Tom's the next one. Have to yeah, put some yeah. We'll put some pressure on him to get him on. I know, right? I'm like, look, I got, I had Tina on the show. Now I got Matt, dude. Tom, where you at, brother? I hope you, when you see this, I hope you, you know, you finally come around. Cause I think he was supposed to have been on too. And then I think uh, around the time that I asked him, he was getting ready for uh, a few competitions of him and his students. So he'd been so busy with that, but I gotta, I gotta hunt him down, man. Get him, get him on the show. For real. That'd be good. Be good to be good to come and meet you guys at some point. Be good to get over there for a holiday and come and say hello, come and train and talk talk more. Talk more to Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. If we if you ever in the States, man, if you ever in Michigan, somewhere close for we I would love to definitely hook up with you, man, and, and talk on the mats for sure. That'd be that'd be awesome, man. I'll be definitely one hundred percent one hundred percent down with that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. It's it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. But uh, yeah, Matt, we gotta stay. We gotta stay up here on on um you know talk your just podcast, man. We ask everyone this question, dude. Uh, your top three people, man, past or present. Who would you like to roll with? Oh, past or present? I definitely the present would have to be 
Heath Pedigo, man. I'm a big fan of PSF. Massive fan of PSF. Um, I like Tom DeBlas well. Tom DeBlas. I like him. I like I like what he stands for. All his anti-bullying and just how he just talks. He just talks real talk, man. He talks truth. He doesn't care who who gets offended. He, he he's just a good man. He's raw, but he's a good man. Real good man. And if it was a past full past person, probably this is probably pretty standard. I'd love to get smashed from Hicks and Gracie, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Catch him in his prime, see what it's all about, right? In his prime, take a beating and say that I've been beaten up by Hicks and Gracie, man. That's all that would be for. Exactly. Say, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I'm going to get dust as soon as the bell rings, but I don't care. It'll be so worth it. Another victim. Another victim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt. Um, yeah, if there's any. Uh, if you got any questions for me, man, fire away. Uh, other than that, man, I would love for you to update everybody on what's going on with you and what uh, to expect and review from the future, man. So the floor is all yours. Floor is mine. I, I think you've sort of answered everything. We've had a good a good chat, man. Um, it's been really good to talk to you and see your your podcast sort of evolve from that small Discord chat that's sort of pretty dead now. But we need to bring some life back into that. But yeah, um, as far as as, as far as myself goes for the future, we're going to look at getting a small group of people sort of together to, to train around at my, my house and, and, and share sort of like-minded, you know, like, like-minded sort of values and views and, and just bring the love back into the jiu-jitsu, keep the politics out and just train, train hard, train hard and just hopefully recruit more like-minded people and just, and just keep this, this sport alive and just, and most of all, happy, man, happy for us, happiness. Man, and I and I definitely wish you all the best, man, uh, in that journey, dude. And I know you're going to keep me updated, and uh, I would love to have you back uh, once you get that established, man, and see how everything's going with you, brother. Awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And, and yeah, all, all the best for you as well, and we'll, we'll keep in touch um, on all the other platforms, no doubt. And I'd love to be back anytime and, and keep you all updated and be sure to follow the rest of your podcast, and we'll hopefully get, uh, we'll get Tom on there soon. I know, right? Definitely, man. But yeah, man, that's uh, the end of today's episode. I would love to thank Matt one more time for coming on the show, man. Blessings with his uh, his jujitsu journey and knowledge. Hope you guys took something from that. Uh, please go and follow our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube page to stay updated on all future episodes. This has been Talk Your Jits Podcast. Keep rolling, keep grinding, and remember, long live jujitsu. Have a great day. All right, brother. <laughs>